Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, this is Christine, and this is episode 39. Today I want to talk to you about that feeling that you get when you're doing more and you're accomplishing more and people are noticing, and it's hard. That sense of it being hard can be really surprising. It can catch you off guard, and honestly, it could even make you want to quit, right? The whole reason you started doing better in your life was so that it wouldn't be so hard. I had a client bring this up the other week and it made me realize, you know, I don't think I've ever really heard this get addressed. So I want to address it today with all of you. If you're finding yourself getting a little discouraged with how hard it feels to keep yourself motivated, get up early, do your workout, eat right, being more engaged with friends and family, making a point to bring positive energy into your life. If all of that is feeling hard, and you're wondering, why does this feel so hard? I want to address that today. Absolutely, certain aspects of your life will improve when you are taking care of all of these different areas, right? If you're getting good sleep and eating good food and getting exercise and sunlight and water, if you're socially engaging with people that are a positive influence in your life, if you're promoting yourself at work, if you're giving out love to friends and family and receiving that in return, There will be a lot of improvement in your life. Depression will go down. Stress and anxiety will go down. Gut health will improve. Fewer headaches. Funnily enough, when you're getting yourself on a good sleep schedule, your sleep improves. When your sleep improves, how refreshed you feel in the morning improves. I could go on and on. But there is another thing that happens, and that is what we're going to focus on today. It feels hard. Absolutely, there are moments when it's fun and rejuvenating and energizing And then there's those other moments when you just want to skip today, when you get into bed at night and your body is tired and you just thought, I did all these amazing things and I'm just spent. There's an important step missing when it begins to feel that way. And that is self-care. The more you drive the car, the more often it needs fuel, the more often it needs an oil change. The farther you walk or run in your shoes, the sooner they're going to need new soles or to be replaced. The more often you use a specific pen, the quicker it runs out of ink. This is the reality of all things, including yourself. When you are spending yourself on all of these things, good things, positive things, things that will improve your life, you're still getting spent. And this is why self-care is vitally important to the success and being able to maintain all of these good things that you put in place in your life. This is when it becomes almost more important to rest. And I don't mean sleep, I mean rest. I mean sit down on the front porch with your feet up with your favorite book. I mean going and getting a massage. I mean putting your head in the lap of somebody who loves you and letting them rub your hair. Letting somebody else cook dinner. Deciding that Saturday no chores are going to be done and you're all going to cuddle up under a blanket and watch a movie. Rest. It is vitally important to have those down periods so that you can get back up and do all of those things that are going to make your life amazing. You can't skip the rest. 
In order to do this successfully, the rest should be scheduled as often as possible. However, if it's hitting you really hard that you need a break, you need to listen to that. Set a timer or pick a time in your mind when you're going to get back up and the rest period will end, but listen to your body and your mind telling you that you need a break and take it. I tend to schedule myself some rest every evening, a short little period, and then one day a week, a longer period. That works for me. You find what works for you. And in those periods, I might watch a TV show that's going to make me laugh or read a book or cuddle or go for a walk or take a bubble bath. There might be a night where I'm not going to worry about dinner. Somebody else is in charge of that. I might pick a day where I'm not responding to texts or phone calls from friends or family because it's my day of rest. When I do that, and when you do that, you're going to find that it's much easier to get back up and continue, whether it's with going to the gym every morning or picking those healthy meals, putting all of your effort into work, being more engaged with family. You need to refuel somewhere to get the energy to engage in this way, right? You're not a self-propelled machine. Taking these moments for rest is not quitting. It's not cheating. It's not having a bad day or a cheat day. It's a necessary part of doing the right thing. I want to say that again. It's a necessary part of doing the right thing. If your boss told you, you have to put in 18 hours a day, seven days a week, For the rest of your life, there's no way you could possibly do that. You cannot demand the same thing from yourself. So take the rest. Take the day off from the gym. Maybe leave work a little early on Friday if you can with permission. Don't let me get you in trouble. Tell your family you need two hours uninterrupted in your bedroom. Whatever that looks like for you, that's how you make sure that you keep moving forward. As a life coach, there was one thing I was really surprised how often I had to do it. And that was how often I had to tell clients, it's okay, take a break. Yes, we're working towards a goal. Yes, there are action steps to take. But if you're feeling this drained, tired, and overwhelmed, do you know what the next step is? The next goal, the next action is taking a break. It is very important when taking these breaks, that you have a structured activity and that you have a time limit set. Now, what do I mean when I say a structured activity? I mean, if you're just sitting there scrolling through your phone, you're not actually relaxing. The correct chemicals are not being released in your brain to give you the sense of relaxation and happiness. If you're doing that, you're just wasting your time. So I want you to have a structured activity, a nap, a book, a bath, a walk. Certainly if there's a certain person you like to follow on your social media or a particularly inspiring page you like, I'm not telling you that you can't go on social media during this period. I am saying plopping down the couch and mindlessly scrolling is not going to give you a break. So use it wisely and be mindful and check in with yourself. Is this helping me relax? Or does it feel like I'm just killing time? Am I feeling better having scrolled? Or do I feel the same or worse? And listen to that side of it. The more structured your break is, the more intentional it's going to feel and the better chance you have of it actually accomplishing its goal, which is to rejuvenate you. 
So this can't be a time where you just decide to do nothing unless nothing is the intentionally planned activity. Does that make sense? And it's important to set that time limit because probably not surprisingly, it's really easy for a 15 minute break to become a two hour break. It's really easy for a two hour break to become a rest of the day break. It's really easy for one weekend off to be you didn't accomplish anything that next week. You have to have an end time specified where you're going to jump back into life. You can just be mindful of the clock. You can set an alarm. You can have somebody that can be gentle with you come and get you and let you know that the time's up. Just have a point where that rest ends and you reconnect with life, knowing you're going to get another break, okay? You're not in the desert with just one bottle of water. You're going to keep getting these moments to refuel very consistently. It's almost the same as eating, right? Our bodies do better when we eat consistently. Our bodies do better when we sleep consistently. We, as humans, even if we think we don't like routine, we really like routine. It's much easier to go after those goals when you know afterwards you get to rest. So if you're doing all the things, if you're making all the accomplishments, if you're engaging more and people are noticing and it feels amazing and at the same time, it feels really hard, you're not doing anything wrong and don't get discouraged. It's just time to start implementing some rest, some breaks, some downtime. I feel this way too at times. And I've been doing this for years. And that's when I know I need to take a bigger break or I need to do a more relaxing activity. And you'll know when you've found your good routine because it won't feel so hard. Those breaks are going to feel really nice. Meeting those accomplishments is going to feel amazing. And every once in a while, it'll start to feel a little hard and you might need a little extra break and then you can go right back into your rhythm. That's when you'll know you found the sweet spot between hard work and rest. So your challenge this week is to take some good restful breaks with intention and a timer. Find out what works for you. You might be surprised what doesn't leave you relaxed and what does leave you relaxed. In fact, it might be a really good idea to journal throughout this week as you practice this. You might sit down to watch TV because that's what you always do to relax and you might discover afterwards I don't actually feel relaxed. I just feel tired or more drained. So try some different things out this week. Pay very close attention to what leaves you feeling refreshed and recharged and what activities are not accomplishing that for you. And pay attention to how much time it takes. Standing on your front porch, taking some deep breaths for three minutes might be all that you need. Anything less than a one-hour bubble bath might not be enough. It's different for everybody, and it can change depending on what phase you're in in your growth process. So try a lot of different things out this week. Enjoy your rest. Be intentional and present in it so it can be as effective as possible. And I would love to hear what things worked for you. And I would also kind of like to hear if there was something surprising that didn't work for you. So definitely feel free to share that. I hope you've been enjoying this podcast. I'm so excited to be at almost 40 episodes. If you haven't yet, please leave a five-star review. You can also join our Facebook page, Self-Esteem Truths. Thanks for tuning in this week, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.